This episode of Slay the Stigma is brought to you by Methodist Richardson Medical Center, offering high-quality family medical care in Richardson. Deborah Dobbs. I'm the executive director of The Counseling Place, a victim advocacy and mental health agency in Richardson, Texas. I see the stigma around mental health as a dragon. And it's a dragon our society keeps well fed. That dragon, though, it's hurting, even killing good people. So we need to get rid of it once and for all. Now, you don't do that by addressing it or tackling it. If you want to kill a dragon, you slay it. So welcome to Season 2 of Slay the Stigma. This season, experts and everyday people will dispel myths, challenge perceptions, and offer hope about mental health. Season 2 includes a series on men, a series on spirituality and mental health, and some tricky topics like narcissism and psychopathy. Each episode delivers a powerful strike against the stigma, and we don't intend to stop until that dragon is slain. So it's been a long time since we've sat down and recorded our conversations. Yeah. Because you got married. Yeah. <laughs> Dang marriage. <laughs> Stupid marriage. <laughs> so I don't remember what this was. You went you went to look at an RV with me. Mm-hmm. And that, that plan's been scratched mm-hmm. uh, for me anyway. Because of stupid marriage. <laughs> <laughs> My husband doesn't want one and I do. And he has much more... Logic behind his reason for not wanting one than Mm. I do for wanting one. So that's not going to happen. But um, we watched this video that day, right? Yeah. It's when my supervisor suggested it a while back. And I just hadn't gotten around to doing it. And so I mentioned it and you wanted to watch it too. So we watched it. And it's on YouTube. It's really easy to get to. You don't even have to have a subscription to anything. Um, It's just it's the Earthing movie on YouTube. Documentary. Yeah. So not like sci-fi. Although it does kind of feel like sci-fi. Yeah. There's science. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you haven't watched the documentary, it would help to do that. But don't stop and go do it. Just do it afterwards because we want you to listen to this. And uh, we, we kind of did like a consumer, almost like a consumer report. Like a... Yeah. We're the guinea pigs, although we're not the first by... Any no. stretch. So we decided to try it. So can you explain it? Because I'll ramble too much. Yeah. Uh, it's really interesting. So it's it's earthing or grounding. It's either way, whatever you want to call it. Um, so it's the whole idea of being connected to the ground. They talk a lot about um, how we used to always be connected to the ground. We would walk barefoot or have leather-skinned shoes uh, we slept on the ground as so we were always had our skin contact to the ground. 
Um, and we take that for granted. We don't think we realize, especially now that we're so insulated from the earth, we don't realize the impact that that has and what effect that has on our bodies. So they point out that we live in, like our world is electric. Our, our, the earth is, operates off of electricity. Our bodies operate off of electricity, which is something we don't really realize. I didn't until I was in, actually after actually grad school, and I was learning about the brain and researching that, and I realized that this is electricity. Um, so it's a weird concept, but it's that's just how the world works, is that we operate off of electricity. So they're talking about that the ground has a naturally has a negative charge, and it has all these free electrons um, that our body needs in order to function properly. Um, but because we wear rubber-soled shoes, we're inside in insulated homes, uh, we rarely get those, and so it's a, had an impact on our health. Um, so there's a lot of inflammation, um, a lot of disease that comes about from inflammation that we are experiencing more and more of, um, and a lot of it may be because we're not connected to the ground anymore. You talked about that, uh, what's a guy's name? Uh, Odell? Oh, I forget his name. Clinton yeah. Ober, totally. I had the O. Clinton <laughs> Ober. <laughs> so he's, he... He's the one who kind of figured this out. I wouldn't say he mm -hmm. discovered it because this is not a, really a discovery. It's yeah, just at one point in the movie he says, this, well, it's a relatively new thing. And I'm thinking, no, it's actually a very old thing that we've just forgotten. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they didn't have the scientific explanation for mm -hmm. it. But but he was talking about that, uh, how he grew up near a reservation. Yeah. And that girl, a little girl, got scarlet fever, I think. Mm -hmm. And they'd given up hope. The doctor said they couldn't help her. And then he noticed that the people in the tribe dug a hole and I thought they were like bury up to her neck or something that was that part was a little unsettling until yeah. you find out she just sat in the hole mm -hmm. and the and people they sat, sat with, with her. her yeah they didn't just stick her in a hole let tended a fire and sat with mm -hmm. her and after four days he watched her like get up and play mm -hmm. and that's where I think the idea was first kind of planted but he was mm -hmm. a kid then I think yeah he was a kid and no, the other thing was that he would go into the tents and because he was friends oh, he yeah. went to school with one of the kids on the reservation and he would go into the tent or the teepee, and her mom was like, "You need to take those shoes off. They're gonna they make you sick." And he was like, "What?" I didn't. He didn't really understand what she was talking about. But now he gets it um, that that was what they believed, and there was there's something to that. So he was an um, electrician, um, and he worked in the cable industry. So he was um, as a grown man, he was always um, running cables and grounding all these cables, and he he did. He's a big in the cable industry, like was making a lot of money. Had well, something to do with discovering how to do a modem, creating a modem. So very uh -huh. smart guy, um, even though he doesn't have a high school diploma or a degree, just really smart and notices a lot. Um, and so one, at one point he said he got sick. He had some major kidney di disorder, um, was in the hospital. The doctor said, hey, if we can take out the majority of her kidney, then we can probably fix this. So they did, and he thought he wasn't going to survive. Um, and it took him about a year to recover and to regain the energy back. Um, and I can't remember exactly how he realized something about it. He just made that connection. He was watching people coming off of a bus, and they all they were coming back from an outlet mall, and they all had rubber-soled shoes on. And he thought, that's, I wonder if, just because of his background with grounding wires, he thought, I wonder if there's... There's something going on with all these rubber-soled shoes. Um, so I don't remember exactly the, the connection. But he just started walking barefoot um, and noticed the significant change in him and how much he felt better. And then he started 
Um, he figured out how to create this grounded blanket or this grounded mat thing that he slept on and noticed the difference and he started just kind of trying it out on people. Um, and it's evolved into this thing where they've had um, studies done and they've uh, experimented and are looking at all of these results. Now they have a book, they have the movie out, but they also have a book uh, called Earthing, the most important health discovery ever. And it has uh, input from a cardiologist and then another doctor that I can't remember what his specialty is. But he, there are doctors now that are um, seeing the benefits in their patients and what a difference it's making. So it's really, it's just interesting to see. And that the documentary had a little bit of the scientific, but it has a lot of just anecdotal people telling their stories of what a difference is made. And, and the studies were peer-reviewed. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're legit medical, studies. Journey, journal, peer-reviewed studies. Mm-hmm. They studied premature, preemies, uh, premature babies in the mm-hmm. NICU mm-hmm. and had a control group um, and then the grounded group mm-hmm. and saw that those babies thrived. They, they Yeah, their heart healed. rate variability was more stable, which is huge. Yeah. Um, that's something I just recently learned about. But it's your heart rate and your breathing should be in sync. So whenever you breathe in, your heart rate heart rate increases just a little bit. Um, and then because your sympathetic nervous system is being activated. And then when you breathe out, your sympathetic, your parasympathetic nervous system is activated. So it should slow down. So there should be a fluctuation in your heart rate. It's not enough to, to, to notice. It's not like dramatic, but it's enough that it shows up when you do an EKG. Huh. I think that I've felt that before, but the, when I was reading, he was like, it's very imperceptible. So, well, maybe that's all in my head. But it's, mm-hmm. anyway. So it's supposed to rise and fall with your breathing. But when your sympathetic nervous system is overactivated, it doesn't. It's, it's out of sync. Can you imagine just being a newborn baby at all? Mm-hmm. I mean, how shocking that yeah. is. To, I mean, I know it's natural. But how shocking it is to your system. And you're yeah. stuck in, you know, like isolated. Yeah, for preemies, they're, they're in the preemies. NICU. And they're they're not being touched. They don't have that mother that contact with the mom's skin. It's been a, most likely a traumatic birth a lot of times. A traumatic pregnancy sometimes. And so there's their sympath their nervous system is already activated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bright light. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden yeah. you're hungry. Yeah. And they've done a lot better with making sure that they're like there's human contact and let the parents in and all that but it's still just traumatic and Mm -hmm. so but the babies who are grounded had a had a a more stable heart rate variability than the ones who weren't grounded and they just had a little cuff around their foot yeah or around their ankles or something wasn't like anything drastic Mm mm-hmm uh, so there's a lot of anecdotal stuff in the in the film but you've got the book and it's got more of the science in it um and then we decided we were going to try it. Yeah. Because I know I always have loved my feet in the grass, bare feet mm-hmm. on the grass. And there was something that just is soothing and calming about it. Mm-hmm. But I just thought, well, maybe that's just me. Yeah. Well, and most people notice a difference when they're out in nature. Um, and I think, I don't know, for some reason, I always, I always attribute it to introverts. Like introverts just like being in nature more because mm-hmm. it's quiet and calm. But I think everybody... When you talk about being outside, for the most part, I mean, there's bugs and stuff that people don't like, but people notice that there's something soothing about nature, whether it's water, like rainfall, or the wind in the trees. There's something about nature that is very relaxing, and then having your feet on the ground um, is also very soothing. We just didn't know why. 
Mm-hmm. And you think about the like the soundscapes on yeah the Calm app. None of them are you know like construction <laughs> lawnmowers. <laughs> Although Same I have traffic. seen the traffic when I've seen yeah it. yeah uh, who I guess it's I don't think there's people honking and cussing at each other. Yeah. But uh, I, guess I guess if you live in the city, then it's background noise that you're used to. Yeah, but that's the only one I've I, I've heard of. The rest, you know, it's like it's water and rain and ocean. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of stuff. Little birds chirping, yeah. not machines. Yeah. So we've both been grounding for about a month now. Yeah. Um, in variety of ways. Um, so you can. The, I mean, the easiest way is just to go outside with your bare feet. I was saying like two hours. They, uh, oh, not some even of the study, that. So the studies, one of the studies they did was like, they they did, an MR, they did an MRIs, and then they did blood work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was after two hours you could just see this more, right. just a drastic difference. Yeah, there's less clotting and your blood is thinner. Um, so there's a, na- that's fascinating. Uh, I was just read that, just read that one yesterday. Um, so after two hours, their blood was thinner and it's really interesting that the book has pictures. The book is really good. It's, it has a lot of information about the science, but it's not technical to where you, it's just totally over your head. Okay. It's not boring science. Like you're not reading a journal article. Um, but anyway, so they, they have pictures and you can see a significant difference between the blood at the beginning is all like formed in little clumps. Um, and he talks about blood that's more like clumpy ketchup. That's what a lot of us have, which is yeah, a disgusting visual. Um, but off, after two hours of grounding, it was all broken up and like flowing freely. And he said, "Would if I want your blood needs to flow more like wine than like ketchup." Yeah. Yeah. But when he did, he just did kind of this cardiologist did like a um, just kind of his own little study, and he invited I think ten friends over, and he hooked them up. Um, and all but, and one of it included Clint Ober, all but one person had clumpy blood at the beginning, including him, the cardiologist that knows that you need to take care of this. Um, and the one person was Clint Ober, who's always grinding and has been Mm -hmm. grinding for years. Everybody else had clumpy blood at the beginning and then have more thin blood at the end. So it's really, so what that does is that it reduces your risk of a stroke, but it also just makes things easier on your heart. Your blood is able to flow more freely, and so your body doesn't have to work so hard. I think when we, you know, I mean, I know I do this. My first reaction to stuff like that is, oh, that's hippie. That's hippie mm-hmm. stuff. And, and if you Google it, it, there's a lot of hippie stuff out there that's connected to it because they're, like, they're more, I think they're just more likely to look at the earth as a potential source. And the hippie stuff is really, I shouldn't even be saying that because that's not what hippies are. Yeah. Like granola heads. We call them granola heads. Yeah. But, and so I think that's part of the problem too is like we talk about, you know, stigma. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, there was a stigma with EMDR. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a stigma with with this. And I think people prefer to have a medication, Mm -hmm. you know, um, than they believe that would work before they just go stand in the grass for 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, barefoot. Well, that's the crazy thing is that it only takes about 30 minutes. It takes about 30 minutes for your body to start healing. Um, so it's, it's electrons that are coming in. So what's happening is that you kind of do have to have a general awareness of what you learned in like, um, whatever the science class was in eighth grade where you just learned about protons and neutrons and all that stuff. Earth science, earth science, physical science, that kind of stuff. So anyway, so there's, um, electrons that are, are 
just roaming and free in the earth that come up into your body that are absorbed into your body through your feet, which fascinating has about, I think 1300 nerve endings in per square inch on your foot. Yeah. That's why it hurts so bad when you stub your toe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or step on a Lego. Yeah. So, but that's why they, they recommend it. It works with any part of your body on the earth, but your skin, your feet are going to absorb it more quickly because there's just more nerve endings. Um, so that's, it's coming in, into your body. So, but what's going on in your body is that your body has free radicals or oxidants. Yeah. Um, and those are atoms that have an, are missing an electron. They're unbalanced. So, you know, when, in those pictures of the atom, you have two electrons on opposite sides of the ring that are mm-hmm. swirling around. Well, the free radicals are missing one of those oxidants. Uh, electrons. So there's an unpaired electron, which obviously would make the that ring unstable. Mm. So it's going around trying to find an electron to absorb out, off of it. So it steals electrons off out of other uh, cells. Um, so the th- crazy thing to me is that we have we naturally have free radicals in our body. Our body produces free radicals as a byproduct of just the processes that it does. So as your body is processing the food that you eat and the air that you're taking in as you breathe, it's, it's producing free radicals. So, and your immune system, that's what your immune system uses to heal viruses, heal wounds. It's re- releasing free radicals because that is going to go and take electrons from those damaged cells and destroy them. So, this so is- it helps your, your, just in your physical physical processes. It's a part of that. So they're not bad, but if you don't have something to consume the free radicals once they're done with their job, then those free radicals are going to go on to steal electrons from healthy tissue. And that's where inflammation comes from, oh. is that these free radicals are attacking healthy, ish- healthy tissue um, and taking it from there. So then we all have all these infl- infl- all this inflammation and autoimmune disorders. If, if anybody has an autoimmune disorder, they would key into that really quickly. Uh, my body is attacking itself. That's a problem. And, and so the foods, often you hear about the food, these are antioxidants. Yeah. That's why we, we are encouraged to eat antioxidant food that's high in antioxidants. And so the grounding or earthing accomplishes. Yeah, so ground so grounding is just another approach of it's providing your body with the free electrons that will um, neutralize those free radicals. Okay. So, so instead you, of it taking electrons from healthy tissues, it's just taking electrons from your body. But because we aren't connected to the earth, that's really the only way we're going to get free electron, get electrons is through grounding that I know of. And so because we're not connected to that, our body's just producing all these free radicals and they're just going crazy in our body. So I, so you read the book. I read the majority of it. Okay. So I haven't even started the book. I got it. Gave it to you because I knew you'd read it faster than me. Mm-hmm. And then you got your mat and you gave the book that came with it to me. Yeah, they've, they, they, send, <laughs> they send a book with every purchase of the book products which is okay. cool but after a while you're like okay i ha i don't what am i supposed to do with all these books so anyway spread the love yeah i have given them away yeah go out and uh, so what is the word what's the word you do why can't it it's covid i can't remember um, words you know where you go out and you like find get believers give, you go out and evangelize evangelize oh, evangelize yeah. that's the word yeah i have been talking to a lot of people about it um <laughs> So, okay, so you did it. So my husband, who's 
very ticks and, and mm-hmm. you don't see that guy without his shoes on. Mm-hmm. But he's had some heart issues and the man had a heart attack at like 41 and he has too many bypasses to count. Yeah. I mean, when you just like you say how many bypasses he had, the doctor's like, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but he did it. He's out, sits out there and puts his big old feet in the grass. Mm-hmm. He's got like a size 15 feet. So he'll sit out there in the grass. And if he takes, you know, we work at home, so he'll take some calls. He'll go sit outside, put his feet in the grass, and handle some cool. of his phone calls out there. Um, I got him a pad. I haven't really talked to him if he's noticed anything. I, and then, then your husband did it. Yeah, my husband did it, which I was really, really happy about because he can be, he's kind of skeptical about stuff. And a lot of times I'll talk to him about something that I'm excited about. And he's like, oh, that's cool. That's great. And he's not going to do it, but he thinks it's cool. Um, but this is something that he really, like, it makes sense to him because he's an engineer, a mechanical engineer, and so it, it's in his wheelhouse. It's stuff that he's familiar with, which has been really helpful because if I, I, I was trying to learn more about it and really dig into it, to it to see, okay, is this really legit? But there's so much about, the basics of it you can understand just with an elementary knowledge of earth science. You go deeper and you got to know about a lot of electricity and sound waves and frequencies and stuff that I just, you would have to get a certification in electricity. But because he knows it, he understands it, and we could have conversations about it. But anyway, so he was excited. He was all on board about it. Um, And then I got my 93-year-old granny to try it um, because she's been in a motorized scooter because she has really bad back issues and knee pain. Um, and so she gets around on a motorized scooter, which is great, but, um, just if we can alleviate some pain for her, that was the mm-hmm. hope as well. And then your mom's been trying it. Mm-hmm. Her about I think yesterday. she's got one for my dad too. Yeah. Um, so you can do this in two ways. There, you can just go outside and be barefoot in the grass, which is awesome. And I think, I think that's ideal is to be outside because then you're getting vitamin D and you're just being outside mm-hmm. and you have a natural, it, there's no in-between between you and the earth it's just you on the earth mm-hmm. or you can do mats <clears throat> earth the earthing.com has a bunch of um products you can use so there's like these um either square or rectangle mats that you can have like under your desk or under your keyboard and mouse um there's a pillowcase there's stuff you can put on your bed um so there's other things it's a car yeah car you can seat. do it in your car which I i'm still trying to figure that. out um, so anyway, so, so that's another option because you can't just be outside all day. And I think I tried it. So the first week I tried it with just being outside, um, which worked really well. And I saw some results from it, but then I got cold and then it was raining and that's just not doable every day. So we ordered the mats. So we, I have a mat under my desk. So does Jeff. And then we have a mat on our bed. Um, so we, that we've been sleeping on every night. Okay. And then y'all have your mats. Yeah, Wayne thrashes too much to have it there. Um, and uh, so, like, because he, when he turns up, he's he's six, three, I think. He, I th- he, feel, he seems like he's six, four, but he says he's six, three, and he's just broad. And uh, so when he turns over, it's, it's like an event. And so the thing that was down by his feet, we can't figure out where to put it where he's not kicking it around. Yeah. So we it's were a lot easier it to have. Desk. Yeah, it's a lot easier to have the mat that's designed for the bed because it like straps underneath your mattress, so it doesn't move as easily. I think we should get um, one for, for guys that it's like a grounding toilet seat. 
They even do make pet beds though, which I think is funny. Those are very so, expensive too. Yeah, they are. And I was I was paying attention to see if the dog or the cat was drawn towards the grounding mat under my desk, and they're not. Mm-hmm. But they do lay in the grass outside, and the cat yeah. wants to be outside all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think you know that's the that's the preference. So mm-hmm. maybe that's and oh, okay. So I, I'm jumping around like the kids. <laughs> the kids. Uh, one of the I don't want to ruin the video but they, they even yeah, talk about the behavior mm-hmm. uh, behavior, behavior change and, yeah because it affects your nervous system it yeah. calms your nervous system which is really cool when you're thinking about mental health so watch the documentary because it's got all these cool stories in there so what did you see any changes yeah so i even after the first week of grounding i noticed i just had more energy which was surprising i didn't i didn't think about that but i had it wasn't like i wanted to go run a marathon but i had the energy to get up and do stuff around the house rather than just wanting to sit on the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just that kind of like a normal level of energy instead of one, just being feeling drained all the time. And that was that was huge. Um, a couple of weeks into it, I realized that my shoulders were a lot looser, like didn't have as much tension in them, which my I, that's where I carry my stress. Um, and just because of the migraines, that my shoulders are always tense and I have like huge knots in them a lot of times. But since I've been grounding, my shoulders are a lot more, a lot less uh, tense. And since we've been on the mat, we've had the mat on the bed, we've been sleeping a lot better. Mm-hmm. Now, not every night, even last night, I could not go to sleep. But for the majority of the time, we've, I've slept deeper and we've gotten, I wake up fewer times in the night, which is awesome. Um, and then my husband, who, though, a couple weeks prior to us grounding, he was having a really hard time getting to sleep and staying asleep. He like he would like his brain's just always going. Um, he'd have something on his mind and just couldn't go to sleep. Um, or he would wake up and like his shoulder and arm were aching, uh, and that would cause him to stay awake. But since then, he has slept great. Um, and I notice, like I said, I notice a deeper sleep, which is huge when you're thinking about the impact on your body, um, which we can talk about in a minute. And and what about your granny? Yeah, so Granny, um, she's been doing it for about a week, I guess two weeks this weekend. Um, And she hasn't noticed a ton, but she did say that her shoulder hurts, doesn't hurt anymore. Which used to, she would, she could only sleep on one side and she would want to roll over. um, But her her shoulder hurt so bad she couldn't sleep on her other side. And now she can without a problem. Um, And I think the circulation in her feet is getting better. Um... I don't know that for sure because she had shoes on last time, but it looked like her her feet were a more healthy pink instead of being like purple. Mm. Um, and that's something that's really interesting in the book too is that they show um, thermal scans of people's body before and after, and it shows a significant reduction in inflammation like we talked about. But it also there's there's scans where it's of their hands and their feet feet feet. Um, and you can't see their fingers on the scan or you can't see half the bottom half of their foot on the scan because there's the circulation is no longer flowing down there. But after, I don't remember, 30 minutes, an hour of grounding, you see their feet again and you see their, their hands again. And so it improves, again, it, it uh, thins the blood and so it improves the circulation. Hmm. So that was really cool. I need to read the book. <laughs> I can tell you, and, and again, it's it's anecdotal, so I can't we can't say this is the reason why. But uh, Wayne would have AFib, mm-hmm. and he hasn't had it since he's been grounding. 
because it came back. He had this ablation. Mm-hmm. It was pretty demoralizing because he had a couple episodes. And then since we've been doing this, maybe it's a coincidence. I don't know. But yeah, he hasn't cool. had it again. And, um, and there's a couple of examples in the book that same thing. They had AFib and then AFib. they didn't have any more. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that so that's huge because the the medication required to control AFib is intense. Mm-hmm. At least this, the long term side effects are yeah are awful. Mm-hmm. And um, so and I know there's a lot of people that have it. Yeah. So you got I mean what do you have to lose if if you're struggling with it and you don't you're not on meds yet especially if you haven't gotten to that point. Yeah. Then why not? I mean, it's not gonna hurt. There's nothing that's gonna hurt you unless you go stand stand like in a fire ant pile, mm-hmm. you know, to just stand outside and it, it gets cold. Yes, so get a grounding mat or something. But it's a lot cheaper than mm-hmm. medical expenses. Mm-hmm. And they said you you don't have to be. I ideally you're gonna be grounded as as much as you can throughout the day because the more your body has those that access to electrons, the better it's going to function. But People, even people that grounded, I think they said 30 to 45 minutes, two or three times a week saw results in two to four weeks. So you don't even have to do it every day. I, again, ideally you do because your body needs that, um, those electrons. But even if you're only able to do it every few days for at least 30, like we've been sitting outside at lunch. Um, we'll get our like beach chairs that we call them and go sit in the yard and have our feet in the ground while we're eating while we're eating lunch, um, so that's a good time to do it. Or in the mornings, um, but even if you're like I said, even if you're only able to do it for a short period of time, a few times a day or a few times a week, you're gonna see results. Um, it just might not be as quick as if you were grounding all the time. I ha- so I had what a lot did more you energy. notice? Yeah, yeah, I had I had a lot more energy. You saw me one day, you and you and uh, I think Lorjan, mm-hmm. and I was because I, I brought it to work and I had it under the desk at work and I just started like tapping my feet and and one day here because I couldn't I had a hard time being still I wasn't anxious energy though yeah it was just energy mm-hmm. and and then one day here I just got up and put music on and started moving around because I, I had energy like I haven't had mm-hmm. in years so that I've noticed and then we went off um a hunting trip and we we didn't have electricity, so we didn't have it uh, any place to plug it in at night. I didn't have it, and we were in West Texas, where there's no walking barefoot no. in West Texas. So I don't know if it was, you know, coincidence or not. But when I came back from that trip, I was really tired. Mm-hmm. And usually, getting outside, getting away, I feel refreshed. But um, maybe compared to how, you know, I just think I had this energy, and all of a sudden I did it, and this yeah. was normal. The, the, I think where I went kind of felt was more like I've normally felt for years Mm -hmm. so you know who knows and even if it's psychosomatic who cares yeah (laughs) you're not taking taking drugs or anything you're just walking in the grass and you know grounding but it makes sense that your body would feel more energetic because you're you're that you would feel more energized because your body's working more efficiently your heart rate your heart isn't having to work so hard uh your body's not fighting inflammation constantly and one thing said your organs are energized. There's just more energy available in your body to do stuff rather than just to function and make it. Mm. Okay. And I haven't, I still have some pain in my, my feet. My feet are weird. My feet hurt. And, um, but I, I had more joint pain uh, after the hunting trip. I was walking a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a lot more activity than I'd had 
mm-hmm. in a while, and I'm, I don't exercise. But I was thinking with the energy I have, maybe I'll actually do some walking more, mm-hmm. you know, or just moving around the house pretending I'm dancing. I can't even call it dancing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but just something, you know, movement. Moving. Mm-hmm. I do yoga, and I do put it on my yoga mat. Yeah. So when I'm stretching or something, I, yeah. st- I stand on it. Um, so it's, yeah, it's been, I don't keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, because uh, like I said, what do you have to lose? Especially because yeah. we already bought the stuff, so yeah. might as well. And I've had more energy, um, and, you, and you've, you're, you know, the people that you get, you know, suggested it to, the pain, having the mm-hmm. decrease in pain. Yeah. And for yeah. people who, they've been diagnosed with, you know, fibromyalgia mm-hmm. and stuff like that, I mean, just... And the cool what thing if? to me is that, like, you don't have to know what's going on. So one of those studies, they connected people. There was, again, go the control group and the group that's grounded um, were hooked up with electrodes. So they have patches. So even if you don't have a mat, you have these patches that look like the when you get an EKG or EEG done, um, you have those patches on you. Um, so they put it at the bottom of your foot. Um, and they had the wire going out of the room, and half of them were grounded, half of them were just had wires on them um and they connected it to see what their brain activity was and then their the they connected it to the um their trapezoid muscles to see how it impacted muscle function um and it was really fascinating i think again it was only 45 30 45 minutes and they saw an immediate decrease in brain activity like frenetic brain activity and so it brought it to a more calm state um and then with their shoulder muscles, the fascinating thing to me is that if for people with too much tension, it reduced the tension in their shoulder muscles. But if you had no tension or too little tension, it increased the tension in their shoulder muscles. Like to a healthy state? Yeah. So it balanced, it equalized, oh. equaled it out. So that's cool to me because it's like you don't have to know, you don't have to go through all these tests. You don't have to figure out what this very specific medication is. Because, you know, if you're taking a medication, it only does one thing. It either raises things or it lowers things, it cuts things out, or it increases things. You There is no nuance to medication. Mm-hmm. But with this, you don't have to know what's going on. You don't have to have a specific thing. You just earth. You just con- get connected to the ground, and your body does what it needs to with it. It's like same thing with, like, the EMDR. Like, your brain, yeah. your brain knows how to heal. Yeah. Your brain wants to repair, recover, mm-hmm. and we can kind of get in the way of that. And just like this, your body... You know, it, it's it has not saying that they're healing. Yes, mm-hmm. mechanisms. It, yep. It's not like we're saying like we're uh, we're promoting like oh don't ever take medicine again. Every you know just go earth and right. No, you know we're not saying that, but it's uh, the benefits are do- well documented mm-hmm. and and okay. So the group that wasn't hooked up, you said they put the pads on the bottom of their feet. Mm-hmm. So the group that didn't get hooked up, did they see anything? No, them. most of the time they don't see any change in the okay. control group. So it's not just a no, placebo not, effect. Mm-mm. Okay, mm-mm. that's good to know. Yeah, okay. yeah, and all the studies so far that I've read, and I mean, obviously they're publishing the book, so they're going to give you the best studies out there. But in the ones that I've seen, the control group, there wasn't really any change, and then with the grounded group, there's always a significant change. Okay. Um, so it's it's re- it's just really interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that was the again that was the encouraging thing to me because I, whenever I feel bad, like I don't feel good physically, I can tell something something's off. 
but I don't know what it is. And I'm like, I just wish I could like plug myself into something and it would tell me what's wrong so that I could fix it. <laughs> but that doesn't exist. But with earthing, that's kind of what you're doing. You're just giving your body what it needs and it's making the adjustments. I don't have to figure it out. Um, but yeah, it's not, a, it's not a cure-all. I was hoping that it would like magically fix my migraines and it didn't. I've had two since I've started it. But I do think it, one specifically, it made it more manageable. Like, I was still able to go to church that morning and serve. Um, I didn't feel like right that afternoon. Um, but I, it was more manageable. And then the other one, I think it just made the medication work better. Um, so I'm hopeful that either it's going to make it migraines easier to deal with when I, when I have them, or over time as these things. Because I, the, I think the benefit of grounding is cumulative over time. Like, the longer you mm -hmm. do it, obviously... I've had inflammation and tense shoulders and my nerves are hypersensitive in my neck for the last like 12 years. And so one or two weeks of grounding is not going to fix that. But over time, it may restore that balance and repair things in my body that have been deteriorated. So I'm hopeful that it will. Um, but it was interesting too that the day that I had the migraine where I was functioning in the morning but then didn't feel that great in the afternoon... I listened to the drum beats from our chronic pain episode, oh, yeah. and that took away the rest of the pain. That okay. helped. Have we talked about that? We talked about that, right? The drum beats. Yeah, and it, it was in our episode on chronic pain. So if you did not listen to that, that's also fascinating. And I think it really ties into this, because um, again, it's going back to what the chronic pain. So there's acute pain and chronic pain. Acute pain. Your nerves are sending messages to your brain that's interpreted as pain, and then your your body deals with it. Your brain sends signals to move your hand off the hot stove or to do whatever it needs to to get out of the pain and heal the heal the body. And it, those pain signals stop once the pain once that danger is gone, the threat is gone. Your nerves should stop sending those signals. That's acute pain. Chronic pain, your nerves keep sending the signals even though it's there's no long no longer a danger. Mm -hmm. And so it's just continually sending those signals. So with EMDR and these um, drum beats that we're talking about, it, it releases that the GABA, GABA neurotransmitter that shuts off activated nerves. And so it helps the body relearn that there is no, there is no danger and you can calm down and shut down. It reminded me of like the, the whole thing with the free radicals. Like free radicals acutely are doing their job and doing their function. But if it goes on for too long, then like inflammation is a sign that you have too much free radicals and they're 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 not no longer functioning the way they're supposed to and we have to do something else to get them to calm down. Um, so anyway, so the, I think those two together and when I the grounding mat has helped me sleep, but when I couldn't sleep last night I listened to the drum beats, and mm -hmm. I was asleep in 30, 45 minutes. So I think those two combined is, in, is interesting that they they work well together. I know, uh, and it's a natural healing. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, since it's, I've realized as a mental health podcast, they talked about the impact, the positive impact grounding has on anxiety, depression. Yeah. Did he talk about that in the book? Are there very many studies? They don't. On that? They don't talk about that as much because they're more focused on the medical part, mm -hmm. the like disease and that kind of stuff. But they do repeatedly say that it calms the nervous system. They it calms that sympathetic nervous system, which 
if you understand mental health and what's going on in the body, that's a huge sign that, okay, that has significant benefit to mental health. Because what a lot of mental health problems stem from is an is an activated sympathetic nervous system. Or your parasympathetic nervous system is is only functioning in the bottom, that dorsal, that bottom half. We This is also related to the polyvagal theory episode that we did. <laughs> um, so, so there, there's, um, anything that's going to help your nervous system, um, go back to its normal functioning of like shifting between sympathetic and parasympathetic, it should, goes back to that heart rate thing. It should be going back and forth between sympathetic and parasympathetic naturally going back and forth. And like when you get startled, your sympathetic nervous system is going to be activated, but you should easily be able to go back to parasympathetic when you're safe or you realize that it was just a car door slamming or something like that, um, that you don't have to be scared of. You should be able to calm down. But because we live in a world that feels, feels very chaotic and stressful, a lot of times we're, our sympathetic nervous system is activated. And so, which causes problems because then there's um, that stress hormone. The cortisol is continually being released, which causes issues, just adrenal fatigue and all these mm-hmm. issues with your just um, hormone system. Uh, it's just hard on your body to have be always be activated. It doesn't even have to be like fight or flight. Just to be even minorly activated just causes mm-hmm. a lot of wear and tear on your body. So the fact that it can calm the nervous system and bring it back to that parasympathetic where the, all three states, the... The ventral vagal on top, the the sympathetic nervous system in your the middle of your body, and then the, that dorsal vagal, that other that bottom half of your parasympathetic nervous system, where they're all functioning in tandem. That's where you want to be, and so grounding helps you to get there and to go back to that. Just like yoga, meditation, all those things help your nervous system calm down. Which means if you have anxiety, that's a sympathetic nervous system issue. That means your sympathetic nervous system is all constantly Mm -hmm. activated because there's some kind of danger that you're afraid of that's what anxiety tells us there's a danger that you're afraid of so it would reduce that if you're depressed that's that um, bottom part that dorsal vagal system of your vagus nerve um, that's running on its own without the rest of it and that's what causes us to feel numb to feel isolated to feel um, just depressed all the time um, that's that's part of the issue. That's not the whole issue, but that's part of the issue. So if it can, if grounding can help restore the that parasympathetic nervous system to be functioning fully, um, then that's going to reduce depression um, in a way, in that way. Cool. So I'm really curious. I haven't asked any of my clients to do this yet, but I'm really curious to see what would happen if somebody was grounded during our session. Yeah, yeah, because we've got. You know, we're still doing so much telehealth, mm-hmm. but for those that come in, you know, we could we could get the get the mats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be fascinating to see. And I and I meant to I I need to do more research on that part of it because I don't know the very little that I did prior to this episode. I don't I didn't see anything about studies being done on that. But I can't I I just think it would make it make a difference. Yeah, that would be really mm-hmm. really interesting. Yeah. So you do have to be careful. I will say this. You have to be careful if you're taking medication because especially if you're on like a blood thinner or a thyroid medication, your grounding is going to um, do what your medication is doing. It's going to thin your blood and it's going to regulate hormone levels. And so some people have seen, um, a, seen symptoms of like hyperthyroidism or 
um, too much thinning of the blood. Um, and so you do have to be careful because it will, hopefully it will help you to be able to lower your medication dosage. But if you're not paying attention to that, you may have some side effects and really not feel great um, after doing it. So be, be mindful of that. They say if you're on medication or you're having some side, like ache, aches and pains when you're grounding, to maybe back off and gradually increase um, so that you can uh, kind of balance with your medication. Um, the other thing that I, I've noticed, and I was glad to see it in the book, is that some people do have feel kind of achy after they ground. Um, and uh, I think my granny said that her legs hurt after she was grounding. But by then I'd read the stuff about the muscles. And so I was like, I wonder if that's just increasing the tension in your muscles when you're grounding. And so, yeah, that's going to ache because your muscles haven't been used like that in a while. Oh. Um, so it feels kind of like she went for a walk or went for a run. Um, and so anyway, so it's, it could be releasing toxins. Um, it could be working out muscles that have been, um, haven't really been worked on in a while. And so it may, there may be some not so, I mean, they're not terrible side effects, but there may be some other side effects, um, as your body adjusts to this new way of working that it hasn't in your entire life, probably, uh, or for the most part. I mean, when you're a kid, you uh, would go around barefoot a lot more, but I was always barefoot. Yeah. And that's the funny thing. I know I thought about this the other day. Um, so when I was a kid, I didn't go barefoot that much outside because grass made my feet itch. Um, and so I usually wore shoes and I was a lot, I got sick more often as a kid than my sisters did. And they went around barefoot. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I thought that was just thought it was interesting mm -hmm. that, um, just to see that correlation. Yeah. Yeah. So this is cool. Yeah. That's very interesting. It is. it is. I'm looking forward to six months to see how the pain is. Mm -hmm. if, you know, for me, if that changes, maybe give it six months. I mean, I'm not going to stop doing it, but get kind of check back in in six months yeah. and see. Um, and one lady, she, the lady that did the documentary, mm -hmm. she was exposed to... A chemical spill, right? And an yeah. oil spill? They were, like, they did documentaries on environmental impact things. And, yeah, she was exposed to some pretty significant toxins on one of their trips. So she ended up doing the grounding more for her baby. Yeah, so after the toxin, like, she was exposed, they didn't think they were going to have be able to have kids. and But then they got pregnant. Um, but their daughter has significant health issues and was in and out of the hospital all the time was really getting significantly sick really frequently. And so they that's how they discovered earthing was they were just trying to figure out any kind of solution that could help. And that, that did. And again, they say she still gets sick, she still gets a cold, that kind of stuff, but it's not nearly what it was before that. And then I think she also was grounding just to, if it helps her daughter, then it could help her. And her daughter didn't go to the hospital. It had been like a year yeah. when she hadn't been to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And that was like the longest time she'd ever gone. And then mm -hmm. the mother lost 50 pounds. Yeah. Which I thought was, and I don't know if that's because she had more energy and she was moving more or yeah. if, you know, but I'm interested in that I as doubt, well. Yeah. When I doubt it was the only thing that she was doing, but I wonder, I was telling my sister about that the other day, I wonder if she was like, you know, you do, you start the exercising, you do the diets and you can lose weight and then you plateau mm -hmm. and you just can't seem to lose anymore. So I wonder, and I don't know this for sure. I wonder if earthing was that thing that unlocked the rest of it. 
Yeah. So she was able to lose those last 50 pounds or whatever yeah. that she had been trying to. I don't know. She wasn't, she wasn't, she's not a large lady to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, that was interesting. Well, and I want my, my husband to tell his cardiologist about it, mm-hmm. but I'm afraid he's just going to get like laughed out the door or just right. totally blown off. And I wanted to print, find the studies or at least links to the studies, mm-hmm. the peer reviewed studies mm-hmm. in the medical journals and have him go like armed with that information yeah. because he is, um, he is on a uh, blood thinners. Yeah. So you kind of have to coordinate with your doctor, which is hard if your doctor doesn't believe in this kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. and the medical uh, society, even though this has been around for a while and they do have peer reviewed studies that prove the effic- efficacy of it, there's still the medical f- like community in large, not everybody, obviously there's doctors that are all, all on board, but you know, they, they're not going to make money off of grounding. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're pharmaceutical just, companies certainly yep. aren't either. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of messes up their whole system. And that's, again, I, I like doctors. I appreciate what they do and I'm really grateful for them, but just the medical, f- medical, um, community at large, especially pharmaceutical companies, I think are more interested a lot of times in making money mm-hmm. than actually helping people. Mm-hmm. So, and again, it goes, some of it goes back to, there are no solutions like autoimmune disorders. There aren't any great solutions other than suppressing your immune system even more, um, and making you so vulnerable to all kinds of, um, germs and viruses. Yeah. And so in, in, in cases like that, or with MS, stuff like that, that they don't have, the medical community doesn't have a solution for. So why not try grounding? Yeah, I, I don't think they have a, an explanation for how it happens either. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. so that it's just like this mystery and mm-hmm. causes a great deal of suffering. Yeah, so we've mentioned autoimmune disorders and um, heart disease, that it helps that. But it also has to do with Alzheimer's and dementia. It can help with that because that also is an inflammatory disease. Diabetes, it talks about that. Um, there's all, there's a lot of significant, um, diseases that we deal with that are rooted in inflammation, that they are discovering is rooted in inflammation. And so grounding is a great way of doing that. Also getting better sleep has a huge part in that too. Mm-hmm. I was reading before this. So when you have that deep, um, I don't know if it's REM sleep or one of the other ones, but you know, you have that deep, deep sleep that's when your body does all the repair work. Mm-hmm. So it's repairing tissues. It's re- doing what it needs to refresh the system. Your brain, that's when it flushes all the toxins out. There's toxins that are built up during the day. And at night, when you're deeply sleeping, it flushes out those toxins and consolidates memories. So things that you've done throughout the day that are important, it consolidates those into memory and then just gets rid of all of the, just the random stuff that you don't really need to remember. Takes out the trash. Yeah. So those are he- vital functions that if you're not getting deep sleep on a regular basis, your body's not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've lent, they, they've seen a correlation. Again, they don't know that this is, they don't know that there's a cause here, but they've seen, they've noticed that those toxins that are flushed during your sleep are in, show up in abundance in clients with, or patients with Alzheimer's and dementia. So they're not, they're not saying that those toxins cause it, but there's a link there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, so there's even, I like, I knew that sleep was important, but it, now it's even more like, okay, we have got to get some deep sleep because our body and our brain 
needs that in order to function and it needs those free electrons that's part of the reason that i like that we're sleeping on a grounding mat is that when my body is doing all the restorative and reparative work it has a as a free-flowing access to electrons that it mm-hmm. needs i think that you know you talk about approaching things with curiosity so i think this is one of those things that uh you know the medical community is is filled with there's you know they're scientists mm-hmm. I mean, they're doctors but they're they're science people mm-hmm. i think when you stop approaching things with curiosity then you're not you, you've got to keep learning we're always we don't we've got a long way to go oh, we're yeah. still learning about what the brain does um finally kind of opening up some doors to a lot of knowledge about that mm-hmm. but uh, that's what i would say to encourage people to do is just to look at it with curiosity because we're not saying you know go throw get rid of all your medication we're just like what what if you know if it's not going to hurt you you know if you're like you said if you're on medication certain kinds of medication then you may need to talk to your doctor and hopefully your doctor just doesn't poo-poo the idea Mm -hmm. um but or advocate for yourself and just monitor your symptoms if your doctor's not on board with it well just go slowly and yeah watch your like I, I don't know I'll be careful but I don't know I just I think there's no harm in trying it out or go to another seeing, doctor yeah I we I, I had a you know we probably all have stories where doctor made a mistake or mm-hmm. did not make the right decision did not I mean my my mother was in horrible pain mm-hmm. for a year uh back pain it wasn't just a year but um it was years and she just wasn't even herself anymore she wasn't enjoying life well the doctor she was seeing didn't know how to do the procedure that freed her from the pain it was a non-invasive procedure Hmm. and um i think she went to the back institute Hmm. and and she's like herself again she's laughing and so i was happy for her but there's also this frustration because she trusted this doctor who mm-hmm. came recommended and he kept her that way yeah because he didn't know any better because he because he was he wasn't st- like for at the agency you stay right. current right i mean you don't know what you don't know but you should also be constantly learning and figuring out the new techniques and seeing what's around and not everything that comes along is valid and something you should jump on but at least knowing about them and being aware of what what are we learning that's new because we're learning new stuff all the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right well we should check back in in about six months and yeah i think that'd be interesting to do i think that'll be up. season three by that point yeah but yeah so if you're curious about it um we'll have links to the earthing movie and to clint ober's um website it has a lot of the journal articles and studies The Counseling Place is a nonprofit organization. If you like what you've heard or you care about mental health, please support our work. Affordable mental health services are scarce, and we could use a little help over here. Go to thecp.org for details. Mm-hmm.